Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Right, y'all today's cocktail is actually a shot and it's called cum shots the ingredients that you need for this are an ounce of triple sec one ounce of vodka and an ounce of lime juice how do you make this well you shake all the ingredients together in a mixer with ice strain into shot glasses garnish and serve make sure you have a condom in your throat cum shots <laughs> a cum shot <laughs> um when i was here last time um on another show I opened up Instagram and you had posted that. And so somebody looked and they were like, what is this? I said, oh. What you talking about? Well, when you're ready to come to the dark side, you just let me know. Here's my contact information. But this is how we get down at cocktails, you know. There's some other shows here, but they don't do it like it. They don't do it like us. So um, welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussion, you guys. Welcome back, y'all. My asses aren't coming back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I feel like like when we pre-record and we don't see each other for weeks, Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it was weeks. It was a week and a half. It feels like a very long time. (laughs) It does. Because it's like, and then I guess for me, it doesn't feel like as long because last week I was here, but it was for a different show. But it was still like, this is not the same. Oh, oh, that's right. It's like you're here, but like it feels different because it's different. Yeah, it is different. So, um, well, were you here? Did you go out of town? I went out of town halfway. Okay, so what happened? So I went out of town and now I'm back and I am no longer a flight attendant, you guys. I am now not a flight attendant and yes. You look very excited about that. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's so crazy because like I knew this was coming and at mm-hmm. first I was like, am I going to be sad? I'm not sad. I'm wholeheartedly happy and excited about whatever my journey is going to lead me to. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I know... Um that it can be scary, like if you get laid off from a job, or mm-hmm. even if you just quit, like whatever happens, and then it's like, okay, well, now I have more time. So, what am I going to do with this time? Am I going to devote it really to the things that I'm passionate about, or am I not? But it's exciting when you already know what that thing is. So, like you being able to devote more time to your voiceover work. Yeah. I think that's going to be really good for I'm you. I'm super excited, excited to see what's going to happen because that's, that's just like more time that you have to be able to go to these studio sessions, go wherever you need to go, and make it happen for you. Yourself. I'm happy for you. Yeah, thanks, girl. You're welcome. How was Texas? Um, it was an interesting experience. So um, I went to Texas last weekend, mm-hmm. and you know, I told you guys. I think I told you guys. My sister had her third baby, so we welcome little um, Miss Phoenix Rain into the world. I'm so Phoenix excited. Rain. Mm-hmm. That's Phoenix cute. Phoenix Rain Williams. So I've got to make her Instagram, but she hasn't been through orientation yet. So I'm gonna wait. And Folks she gets be <laughs> popping them babies on Instagram. Okay, and I'm the one who's doing it. And um, I, I I get all my girls together, and she's just not ready yet. She's not opening her eyes you're trying to mix the new clan of kardashians yeah it's gonna be the williams (laughs) so i'm just i'm excited about that and then it was nice to see my family as Mm -hmm. always my siblings are so grown like the my mother's two youngest children um well mallory obviously is married Mm -hmm. with children she's the one that just popped out the baby and then madison and joseph both have jobs 
she's a mom and a wife. Like a I still remember woman. her being younger than us in high school. Like, wow. Yeah, what? like her kids think I'm the younger one, and they they still haven't grasped the concept that even though I don't have a husband or children, I am still the oldest, and I don't <laughs> let anybody light that asshole. Okay, <laughs> so um, it was it was weird. Like I went and visited Madison at her job. I went and visited Joseph at her job. Like, um, they have a friend who's been staying with my family. Mm-hmm. And we went and visited him at the job. I hung out with the kids. We had crawfish, all those wonderful things. Um, so, and then I saw um, one of my friends just bought a house. Mm-hmm. And she was having a housewarming. So, I went over there for that. Come on. Come and, on, house buying. Yeah. So, I was excited for her to do that. And then I saw some old friends. I saw some other people who I wouldn't really call friends because I never was really friends with them. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of exciting to see them and then they knew the stuff they knew about cocktails they knew about other stuff going mm-hmm. on and they were like oh I listen I do this so it was just nice to feel that I've been having a lot of people hit me up saying I listen to your show like uh-huh. if for some reason when strangers do it it's so it's exciting when anyone does it when strangers do it it's super si- exciting mm-hmm. but when people that you know do it I'm like oh okay Sometimes it can be awkward. Did I talk about you? Yeah. Or is this a family member? Like I have a lot of like more distant relatives who will hit me up and say that they listen and they want to comment and go into detail. Like I told you guys, I think my stepbrother hit me up. He was like, y'all off the chain. And I just listen. I'm like, please, can we not talk about it? Right. I can talk about it with strangers. But to talk about it with like my family is awkward as fuck. Even my old ass ex-co-workers, they were like, we're still going to listen to your podcast. I was like, please don't. They're going to cancel my damn severance package. Please don't. (laughs) Please do not. We don't need that to happen. Um, then also make sure you guys check out dinners with <clears throat> dinner with the Avery's podcast. I went on there on their last episode. It's episode number seven um, with Brie Renee and Q, who was a stylist. And so that was really fun. It was different. They talk about dating and relationships, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of sex, but it's not it's not dirty like this. This is more like relationship based. Like they're okay. married. They're a married couple. They have children and they invite their single friends on sometimes. So that's what they did. And um, I had to spice things up a bit, you know, spice it. So up. it was fun. Um, But other than that, just been working. Good. I went to the gynecologist this morning. I had my oh. annual pap. Uh huh. And that's it important. went great. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, you never really know till the blood work comes back but yeah. she was like you look good looking healthy you look good girls like okay well look i'm here check okay congratulations because <laughs> that can be a scary time they putting all this stuff in your body trying to look around and probe around and you're just praying that you don't have to kill somebody or that you don't have like a major health issue because you just pregnant. never know well or that because that. that could be scary. So, y'all, we have a um, great guest lined up. Just so y'all know, we're not introducing yeah. her yet. But um, she's gonna be with us in a minute. But first, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about weird sex. So- you said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah, a man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So this weird sex this week is based off of our guest and some things that I saw about her online. So I want to know, are you familiar with kitty play? Well, now I am, but let me okay. just say no. Okay, yeah. So, like, before, I had no idea what that was, and when you hit me up about our guest, I went to her Instagram, and I was just like, what is this? So then I had to do my Googles like I do. I told y'all last time I was a nerd. So, according to this website that I found, and we'll have our guest tell us if this is pretty accurate or, you know, just give her feedback later, but it says that kitty play, more commonly known as kitten play, is a form of pet play in which the person playing the animal is feline. 
Big cats, house cats, and kittens all fall under the umbrella. Not all of those who identify as feline adapt BDSM into their play, but many who experience pet play do. And sometimes they they incorporate a lot of things. A lot of it is submission, from what I read, um, depending on, you know, how you want to have your life play out. But some of it is submission. Some people wear collars. Some people wear collars and leashes. And it's just a really interesting thing. And I found it under the umbrella of BDSM. But they were saying that that's not always what it is. So I'm anxious to meet our guest in a few minutes or in a minute and uh, find out more about that. But if you guys aren't familiar with Kitty Play, you just never know. Some people are really into that. I talked to some friends and they were like, I have never been a cat like a house cat, but I have some friends who like to pretend to be lions from time to time. One of my really good friends said she pretended to be a bat. And I was like, I don't know if this is the same thing, but um, this is interesting. I I said, how do you pretend to be a bat? They're blind. Yeah, and they're vicious. (laughs) So I was just really confused, but she was into it. So anyway, that's the weird sex. So, you know, if somebody tells you they want to play into their animalistic nature, let them do it. And you just never know where you will go. Now we'll introduce our guest. Y'all, we have someone here today who actually indulges in the kitten play. Cat play, kitty play. Introduce yes. yourself, please. I'm Yimoya Ocean. And yes, I'm very much into kitty play. <laughs> <laughs> this so exciting like I literally I sat there and I was watching you have a video on your Instagram where you're like licking water out of the bowl and we'll go Uh deeper into this in a second but I was really sitting there I was mesmerized I don't even know why I was like Mm -hmm. why do I like this (laughs) but before we get into our discussion we like to play a fun game with our guests so that everybody can kind of loosen up if you're not already me and Kiki be loose we just be playing together like we just like playing okay um so the game we're gonna play is called this or that we've actually never played this before i was really high last week and i just started playing it with my boyfriend so we're gonna just ask you this or that and you'll pick one great okay so mine um would you rather or not would you rather this or that watch your parents have sex or watch your kids have sex start to finish mm. 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 you be giving a rough one <laughs> mm. uh i guess i say my kids Really? Yeah. I, I think I'd be more angry. <laughs> I think I might bust up in there and like, what? <laughs> Hopefully by then I'm I'm just calm and not doing that. Okay, um, so lights on or lights off? Uh mostly lights off. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Kiki? Lights on or off? It depends on what he looks like. Do I wanna see it or do I not? So <laughs> well, now you know if Kiki turned the lights off, you ugly. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, Let's just say, I won't ask you if you're actually into drugs or not, but let's just say you were. (laughs) Would you rather, or Coke or Molly? Ooh. Uh, I don't even know (laughs) what that is, so. (laughs) You don't know what either of those are? I've heard of Coke, but I haven't heard of the second one. Molly is like ecstasy. Have you heard of ecstasy? Oh, I've heard of ecstasy. Okay, so think like Coke or ecstasy. Oh. Coke or ecstasy, which one? What's the side effects? Mm. No, I don't know. I don't do either one of them. Well, look, I'm going with Coke all day, nigga. Um, so do you have another one? Uh-huh. Okay, I have another one, too. Okay, emotions or physical? Mm. I'm going to go emotions. Okay. Yeah. Okay, would you rather a man or a woman? Mm. Depends on the day. 
<laughs> well, you gotta pick one right now. So, what you feeling like today? Let's say woman. Okay. Okay. Woman last one. Time. From the back or from the front? Oh, from the back. Okay. Everybody picks from the back. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good easier, spot. and you don't have to worry about your face. <laughs> yeah. Or anything not laying right because they can't see that. All they see is ass. <laughs> I think it's kind of animalistic. So yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, duh. Of yeah. course you picked that because. <laughs> You're into the kitty play. Okay, so like we were saying earlier, you are into kitty play, right? Uh-huh. So how did you get into that? How did I get into it? Um, so when I met my partner, um, he had, we met and we knew we were going to be like a BDSM kinky type couple. Like we can't do vanilla straight typical relationships so he had showed me a picture of like this woman being held by one another woman on the leash and he was like this is sexy and i was like oh okay you think it's sexy that's cool but in the back <laughs> of your mind where you like, I was like this is weird i don't that's not my thing it's mm-hmm. not cool but it's interesting because um like in our relationship we have like a collar that symbolizes like our relationship that's and it. so, okay. yeah, so I actually have a few of them. And so it's funny because when I went to pick out like my first collar, and this is actually like I picked it out like a little bit before I even met him because mm-hmm. I was just getting into BDSM and I wanted a collar. It happened to be a kitty collar. Mm-hmm. And then I got with him and the collar came in the mail like a couple of days after I met, after we became like an official relationship. Do you order the, the collar <laughs> off of like from PetSmart? Or I like... ordered it from Etsy, actually. Etsy okay. is good for collars, yeah. Okay, so that's for humans. Yeah, so it's for humans. You can get one from a pet store if you want to but mm. I like the ones on Etsy so yeah and it came in the mail like right after that and then somehow next thing I know I'm like into like um, I think he was like let's get these bowls that you for me to eat out of and I was like oh, okay and next thing I know a I'm bowl. like oh yeah I would crawl and I don't really know but it just went ever since I got the collar it just went it just went after that. So, so, so this is like this is a new thing for you. It is new. Um, or how long have been, you been in your relationship? It's been about a year. Wow. Yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah. What would you do if you got if you went to like a new booze house and he had like a dog bowl or a kitten bowl and was like, I, I like I think it would be really sexy if you eat your food out of this. I would be like, nigga, please. I'm not doing. I'm not into that. So it's like nothing against you or anyone else Absolutely. who is into that. But I want to yeah. eat my food off of a plate. Yeah. Do you know how difficult it is to eat out of a bowl when you are used to using a fork? Well, a I knife, used to. Oh, I you do, used to. So you get down there and you just scoop it out. Yeah, and no. it's just a matter of I sit below him usually, and then yeah, I so use where does the bowl. he sit? So he'll, if he's sitting up like on the couch or whatever, because we don't have like a dining room table or anything, but he'll sit up on the couch and maybe I'm sitting down on my little pet cushion like below uh-huh. him just mm-hmm. to kind of have, because we have a power exchange dynamic. So it just puts me a little bit below him mm-hmm. and it just kind of rolls like that. So tell me about yeah. that power exchange dynamic. Like, what is that really? Yeah. So what it is, I'm a submissive. So it just means that I've given my power over to him to make my decisions and things like that. So we have to communicate and talk about like what I'm cool with giving over and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it just allows him to make like certain decisions. Do you and... sign do y'all sign paperwork? Some people do, but we didn't. We Are just you ever nervous about, about that? No. Because I'd be scared. Nervous me about too. Like, especially with a collar. That I don't know, maybe one day he's gonna be mad at me and he doesn't really say like what it is. Mm-hmm. And he decides since he's the dominant person, I'm already down here eating from the bowl with my collar on, <laughs> that he's just gonna I don't know. 
spank me or something that I don't want. Or maybe he'll get like a whip and do some Beep stuff that we didn't you. talk about. Oh. And I'm going to be like, that's not in the agreement. But we don't really have a real agreement. And I'm just going to be scared. Oh, yeah. Or maybe he's going to yank me up by my collar. <laughs> People abuse animals. That's true. You, you know? definitely have to have trust in who you choose to be in that position over you. So you Absolutely. trust him. Yeah, so definitely. Trust is definitely Well, that's important. wonderful. Yeah. I have a random so question. What uh-huh. does BDSM stand for? So it's bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. And also stands for dominance and submission. So it's all those things and that umbrella. So Before the kitty play came into place, have mm-hmm. you always been involved in, in this type of sexual lifestyle? Um, I had only been involved in it for about maybe about a year okay. before I got into like my first kind of power exchange relationship. Oh, so this isn't your first one? No, this is the first one. Oh, this is your first yeah, one? Yeah, this is the first one. Yeah. So I've been into BDSM for about two years. Now, ha- does he talk to you like a kitten? Um, usually when I'm in, cause there's a kitty space that you can go into. So kitty space just allows me, it's a, about putting away the fact that you're human. And it, it's kind of like meditation for me, really, honestly. Hmm. It's another, it's like a kinky way to meditate. <laughs> and Please explain. You yes. get to get away from being a human and worried about bills, worrying about all that kind of stuff. Ooh, I might need to try some damn <laughs> exactly. kitty play. And you just like get to chill and just be a kitten. So I just meow and stuff like that. I don't uh-huh. really do too much talking. We've come up with like if I do one meow or two meows for yes or no mm-hmm. and try to keep it like that so I can keep so I can stay in that type of space. Can you give us a sample of your meow? Meow. What if it's like I want to have sex? <laughs> what kind of meow is that? Is um, it like a purr? Like well, a purr? for that one, I could just put my head down, ass up. He knows what's up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay then. <laughs> kitty play, y'all. Kitty play. This, there's when you were doing your research, Kiki. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw this, but I was like looking up hashtags on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There, there's a whole pet community. Yeah. Like so, when you first hit me up about her, I thought you were talking about the furry people that like to dress mm-hmm. up like a cat with the fur and stuff. I actually mm-hmm. saw some little furry tails. They're butt plugs, like mm-hmm. anal plugs, but they have a furry tail that mm-hmm. hangs out. I'm like, oh, you're taking. Oh, you do. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay then. So yeah, I, I saw it. those. So I was picturing somebody who likes to dress all the way up like a cat. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I went to your Instagram and I saw it, she sent me your page. I was like, oh, okay. This is a little different from what I was envisioning. So I had to go research it. And then I went mm-hmm. to your website. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about something on your website. So uh-huh. you have these things where it's like um, you charge $300 mm-hmm. and it's some sort of physical experience. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time, I'll be honest, the whole mm-hmm. time I thought it was sex. And mm-hmm. I thought this was a really classy based way to say, mm-hmm. you can pay me $300 and mm-hmm. I'll give you a really good massage. And if I want to fuck you, I will. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, I won't. But then mm-hmm. at the bottom, it's like, this is not sex. That's what really is it? Sex. So what it is, is, is it a $300 massage? Um, so I studied Tantra. Okay. And are you familiar with Tantra? Yeah. Okay. So I studied Tantra. And um, so what I learned to do is how to weave in the spirituality of Tantra with physical touch Mm -hmm. to do like a full on like sensual massage, but also has a very healing aspect to it. Mm -hmm. So it's working with balancing someone's chakras and also helping them to remove any blocks they have stored in their body to to pleasure, just just having experiencing bliss. Mm -hmm. So it's just a way we do like connection exercises. I do like the full body, like the the intentional touch. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's like very sensual and stuff like 
like that, but it's definitely not sex. It's not my motive to is like... Is it sexual, sensual? Yeah, it's very sensual because we can like get healing and stuff from pleasure and stuff like that. So there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not just like, you know, me trying to get you off or anything like that because it is a very deep spiritual thing. I am working with you for like transformation purposes. Are, are we both naked? Like... Uh, the person is naked and I usually have on like at least like underwear because I don't want to be like all full nude. But I do like skin to skin contact is very important for mm-hmm. us. And so that connection, I work with a lot of people through about like connection. A lot of people usually have something going on to where they have a hard time connecting with people. Mm-hmm. So skin to skin is a really good way to connect with someone and they get to really feel that nurturing, caring aspect from someone. Like a newborn. Yeah, and it's like, and a lot of my clients, well, right now I'm just working with men for right now, and it's, they get the opportunity to just receive, and they don't, because we're not trying to have sex or do anything like that, it's, they're not pressured to try to get hard. Or but have you ever had have somebody sex. who was yeah, trying to, like, like, or somebody no. that you wanted to try to, try <laughs> no, to. no, because I put in my little contract, they have to sign a little thing that says, if you proposition me at all for sex, we're done, you don't get a refund, our session is over. Mm-hmm. And um, with me, it's very much about work and doing business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't mix the business and the pleasure. I'm here. So what if to somebody just? You. What if a man just accidentally <laughs> got no, hard? No. Like what oh, if, he got if hard? it gets hard, that's fine. Even if he comes, that's fine. But it's just like yeah, that's not that my job. People be like coming. They can. But so it's just one you of those things. Really There's no shame. Hands. Do you touch their private? There's no shame. Yeah, it's a it's oh. a it's a link. We call it a, it's a lingo massage as well. Lingam. So, so there's just no insertion. Basically. There's no insertion. Wait, no. hold on. Because I don't know what a lingam massage. I'm sitting here thinking we're giving him head. No, so it's hands on like the lingam. Lingam is another word for dick. Oh, uh, so we're yeah. like. So since it's full body. So I work with full body. So a lot of times when you go to like a masseuse or something, they avoid that area. It's like, oh, your genitals, I can't touch it. It's, and they have legalities and reasons why they can't do that. But to avoid like sex, I'm working with people to help avoid sexual shame. So I do the full body. There's nothing wrong with us having pleasure. There's nothing wrong with the fact that we have genitals. We're supposed to. We get pleasure from those genitals. Mm-hmm. They're here for a reason. So it's just not avoiding that area. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, especially men, they can store trauma in that area from even hmm. circumcision. Well, did you know that, like, <clears throat> for men, all of their stress goes to their their this area? My brother hips. was telling me that, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, I never knew that. Yeah. So it's help when you touch, you're helping to like loosen those things up and stuff like that. And like I said, men, like majority of men in America, are circumcised. That's trauma yeah. right there. You're mm-hmm. getting a big part of your skin, like, cut off when mm-hmm. you come into this world. Like, that's traumatizing. You're going to have some issues because I of that. Appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's so early. Yeah. It's just like when I get really bad cramps, that's a bit of trauma every single month. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like a trade-off. You had it early, I can get it later, and it's for the rest of my life, damn near. Yeah, until you're old and then you'll be sad when you don't have it anymore. Why would I be sad? You won't be sad when you go through menopause? No. Like, it's just like you're really old. I mean, that part will be sad, but the missing the period part, it'll probably be uncomfortable to go through, like, the hot flashes, all the side effects, like, the new cramps experience that I will have. But my cramps are so bad. No, I'm not going to miss it. <sighs> I asked for a hysterectomy at, like, 18, and the doctor was like, you're crazy, and you're too young, and there's nothing wrong with you to where you need that, so you need to chill out. Like, smart. it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, keep it. But back to this lingo <laughs> massage, I'm really, like... 
like intrigued by this because I can't believe that like guys really come in here and this is supposed to help with confidence you said what you say it can help with a lot of different things just whatever they can have stored inside of them they can have awareness of it or not that's blocking them from just fu- living fully and blissfully and pleasurable and like I said well, you can have different blocks and experiences like your childhood like if you've mm-hmm. been shamed for anything like for a guy if you used to get hard ons and people would make fun of you because of that mm-hmm. or you know whatever or if different you're things small. like that really small and somebody was like ew you got a little penis exactly that's mm-hmm. shaming so those are all things that can build up and cause blocks in the body and i can help too are they those. ever nervous but like when you're going to touch on them are they like wait hold on yeah i would say initially they are kind of that nervous and that's why i do like the kind of try to do the connection exercises with them to help them kind of loosen up and say mm-hmm. hey it's okay because you know a lot of times they're meeting me for the first time when we had the session so it's just gonna be like hey. <laughs> do you allow them to drink or do you say like no drugs no yeah alcohol? no drugs no alcohol because you might mm-hmm. harass them. you, he I might want you like... to be aware and he doesn't want to have that 300 dollars wasted Girl. for real like mm-hmm. <laughs> you better go you're already a hell of a massage you get to bust a nut like <laughs> Do you do women? Can do women get these massages? Women can get these massages. And how does that go? Um, I, my clientele is men at this time. I'm eventually going to be able to work with women as well. It's a little bit different You're working not with women. Girls. With women, you can actually get for women the genital area is called the yoni, so they can get a yoni massage, which goes on the outside and the inside as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've never heard of this. <laughs> I have. Would you um, do it? Would you indulge in it? Like, what if you had a boo know. and he was like, "This is our date." Like, and you get there and this is what it is. I'm gonna go ahead and try it. I, I am. Well, nigga, I need a drink. I need a shot. <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink, and I'm just not gonna tell. And yeah, help. she can't tell, but I just won't drink while I'm there. I would just like maybe a little wine that relaxes. Maybe me a the cookie. Most. Because mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> no cookies, just wine. Maybe two glasses of wine, but that's it. And then I'm gonna be maxed out. I cannot have that cookie. That's not Kiki, gonna go well. How did you feel about the cookie? Last week we had weed cookies. Uh-huh. How did it make you feel? Because it hit me randomly. Um, I felt like my face was really tired because I kept like smiling and like my eyes were doing this. Like I felt like a Cheshire cat actually, <laughs> and it was um an uncomfortable experience. And then I was really? tired. My eye, like just uncomfortable because my face was hurting. Like you know when you have to take pictures and you're fake smiling for forever, like a photo shoot or something. And it's just like I just want to be done with this, and I couldn't. And so I lay down and went to sleep. We missed our dinner reservation. You know I was mad because you know I was counting on that. And so um, Nia was like, oh, I'm not that hungry. And I was like, but you're going to be hungry by the time the dinner reservations roll around. Like, get ready. She refused. Then at 8.30, that was the time of our reservation. She was like, I'm hungry. Poor Calvin's. Mm. Yeah. And so she really wanted to go there. She had looked it up on Yelp. And it was just a mess. And she, w- we went to Mama's Tacos at like one in the morning to eat tacos. And I was over it. I was mad. You like no more damn weed cookies. Okay, <laughs> like I want my meals. Y'all know I don't like to be missing meals like that. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. You just got me mad all over again. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I had a question. Okay. Because you know I'm not used to this lifestyle, and I'm look like Kiki. I was googling stuff. Mm-hmm. Does like. Does bestiality ever make its way into this kitten play type of stuff? 
No, because I mean, bestiality is actually having sex with an animal. Mm-hmm. Right. So no. So we two, we both humans. But, but, <laughs> that's, that's but somebody might be into that. Like you might turn them so much, turn them on so much from pretending to be a cat. And they're like, let me just try. Real well, that's what cat. makes me wonder. Like yeah. even the thought of like, I want you to act like an animal. Like uh-huh. have you have you like dabbled in kitten booty? Like real kitten booty or no? Because I think the thing with like BDSM's type stuff is it's a way to kind of express stuff without like even thinking about going there to stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's like another kind of outlet i kind of feel Mm -hmm. for stuff like being able to say certain things turn me on and i know i have to be within reason Mm -hmm. so i'll do pet play i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna be trying to go out here looking for some cats down the street (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean what about your partners Yeah, it's the same thing. I don't get any kind of vibe that that's what's going on. Okay, but if you did, you'd be like, <laughs> we no. gotta cut it off now. <laughs> I'm calling the SPCA on your okay, I'm calling Peter. Peter, right now. You could not be doing this. And just imagine all the things that could go wrong with that. Like, besides just getting scratched or something, what kind of diseases do cats have? Right. right? And I'm guaranteeing he's not strapping up for a cat. You're he's not gonna, strapping up. And not. God forbid, what if you made like a little cat human baby? Like what if it just happened? Could you right. imagine? Like they're just like, well, the cells came together and a little cat like human a, baby. Like a sphinx. Yeah. Uh, that would be weird. Um, that sounds like something off of Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> that is definitely um, weird. Um, somebody asked on my live, what animal, so we already know what animal you would be. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked what animal I would be in that type of situation, but I want to know what type of animal you would be. I don't know. Oh. I think it might be a cat, too. I feel like cats are very feminine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in situations like that, I am typically submissive. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a good animal for me to try out, too. If it was somebody who I wanted to control, maybe I would just turn into like a lioness mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Just like a big cat. Or or leopard. Or jaguar. I mean, all the big cats. Mm-hmm. All the big cats. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm-hmm. I, I'm i sitting here like the first thing that came to my mind was a horse. And that's not. That's I, a big old that's thing a big old, like You want to be a stallion. Mm. <laughs> yeah, pony play is a big thing. Is it really? Yeah. She's a stallion, y'all. <laughs> I'm sitting here like I was stuck between a swan. <laughs> and a horse because horses are just so beautiful and they eat their healthy. Their hair is usually laid. Yeah, their hair yeah. is laid. They're shiny. Like mm-hmm. their coats are healthy. Like I love their the horses. Um, meals that they eat everything's grains and so that, i think that's what i'd be but it, i don't know how sexy that'd be like you could be like a show horse though and just like prance just, around yeah and just like walk have yeah, like, they and they got big butts like you know yeah. okay but let me ask you this <laughs> do you ever like start cracking up when you're dressed up and stuff Actually, I don't. Not in that. And a lot of stuff is playful, what we do. But I can't say in, in kitty play, it's ever really been where I've like started cracking up. Though. So walk us through a night when, when you're when Bay is like, babe, let's get let's like let's play a kitten balls. Like, how do you get it? How do you get started? Like, walk us through how it gets started. Okay, so usually for me, it's gonna be putting on like my kitty gear. So I have like the ears. Usually, I'll do like some kind of bodysuit or something like that. I have the anal plug tail with the fur on it. And um, <laughs> so usually on those nights, I'm definitely like, because I'm not always necessarily sitting on my kitty bed and stuff like that. So definitely on that night, I have like a little pillow, mm-hmm. that, like you saw on my Instagram. And I can like sit on that and that's like that acts as my, like my pet bed because I don't have like a cage or anything like that. Well, that's good. And- <laughs> you can be free in your home. <laughs> 
Cages aren't that bad. I do like bondage in cages and stuff too. But oh, we just don't have no. one. Those are expensive mm. to get like human size ones. But them damn kitten ears <laughs> was expensive. Like fourteen dollars. Pipe cleaner. Fire party city. Y'all tripping. I love my pet gear though, so I'm not mad at it. Like I'm the type of person I don't have to have a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the stuff I want, like it has, it usually is on the more expensive range and it's more quality. Because it's like I'm only gonna have like maybe one or two sets. I'm not gonna have like 10, 50, 20 of them. So yeah. So yeah. So I put on my gear. I have my pillow. Like a lot of times we'll hang out kind of back downstairs, and so I'll just bring it downstairs, and he'll be on the couch. Um, I do have a leash, so um, I have a kitty collar that has a bell on it. And sometimes I'll wear that one. And um, I like I do postures since we do like the it's a whole power exchange thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into like a kneel position and he'll leash me with the uh, with the leash. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just come and like curl up on my little cushion, my little pet bed down beneath him. And it's just kind of like chilling a lot of times. Oh, so it's and not actually like you <clears throat> sexual all the time. You're just like act- it's not always sexual. Wait. No. Mm-mm. So you just want to transform into this kitty personality mm-hmm. and then like what does that do for you like like how does it make you feel good what part um, of that is that stimulating for you well like a lot of times it just gives me like I said it's meditative it can give me okay. that space to just kind of like shut Clear all my mind. thoughts off and everything like that and just kind of chill I'm like a kitty now I'll just use meows mm-hmm. instead <laughs> if I do need to like go around the house somewhere like he's got me on the leash so I will crawl around mm-hmm. the house with him um, I have knee pads if I'm gonna do like a lot of crawling around the house um, does he ever take you outside we do we are into water sports we're into water sports which is in thing like pee play mm-hmm. and so yeah wait wait, wait. hold on <laughs> hold on wait a minute I thought hold she on like wait. hurricane harbor I thought and i'm like that. cats don't even like water I thought she she was a swimming pool uh, right? maybe some sprinklers <laughs> i thought a water park i you know what we're talking about piss we're talking minute. about pay Okay, so, so elaborate, please. So we're in the water sports, and what we do with water sports when it comes to kitty play is, like, yeah, like, if it's nice outside, like, we have, like, a little closed-in patio area, and we actually have, yeah. like, a little patch of, like, little fake grass on our little deal, and I will. Uh-huh. I will go outside. He'll walk me outside, and I'll pee on it outside, and I'll just go out and pee. I'm a nature person anyway, so if I'm out on a long walk, I'm going to do it anyway if I need to go. Do people see <laughs> No, 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 no. This is in her backyard. In. This is in. Yeah, so, gotta... could you imagine if you saw your neighbor doing that? You're like, wait, mom, 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 the neighbor. I came over to feed the birds, and the, there's a woman outside pissing in the bushes. You know what? Honestly, if I didn't know my neighbor, like if you were my neighbor and I had never met you, I would be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that you were being held captive mm-hmm. and that you were probably living in a basement. I live in an apartment, but somehow he's getting you to the basement. Uh-huh. And, and I call I the would, police? Yeah, I would. And I would be like, something's going on. This poor woman is out here and she is having to pee on fake grass. I don't know <laughs> she where got the leash pee on, is going she got a collar. On. Something is going on and we need a wellness check <laughs> at apartment 226 because something is up. But you know what I will. This is why you should meet your neighbors. So you don't call the police at the wrong time. Like they just into that. All right, girl, we'll go ahead then. My bad. I won't watch. Do you have a hole cut out in your leotard? Or? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they're like crotchless. Wow. Or it's either something I can pin that can be moved to the side. Like if it's a bodysuit that just you know snaps under, it can be moved to the side. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, this might be way out of line, okay. but I'm an out of line ass bitch. Okay, <laughs> if you do not want to answer, do not fucking answer, and I will okay. not be offended. Okay, the man, your partner, is uh-huh. he? What is his race? He's black. 
Really? I was yeah. curious. I was so curious because a lot of times we think black men aren't open to a lot of this, which I'm not, I don't think that they're not, but you don't get to see that side of, of them. I've yeah. never, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I was assuming he was going to be foreign. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, he's black. And I actually want to, the reason why I'm so open about what I do mm-hmm. is I do want more black people into stuff like this because they may underline and be like, oh, I may want to get into it, but they kind of scared to be out <laughs> about it. They're like, ain't yeah. nobody else doing this stuff. But yeah. if I'm out here saying, hey, I'm doing this stuff mm-hmm. then you know a lot of people do hit me up and say hey I've been interested in stuff like that or hey I want to know more about it because I do put myself out there so they feel comfortable to admit to me that they've thought about it or they are undercover into this stuff mm-hmm. and it's really cool because I really want as more of us into it it's really good another thing that I think is really cool about these different sexual lifestyles that people have even though I might not want to indulge in it mm-hmm. um I like how open y'all are it's not like a lot of people are in relationships and they're not having the sex that they want. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you're, you might be scared to admit that you want to act like a kitten. You want to piss on bushes. Yeah. Or you just want to try it out and see if you like it. Yeah. You know. And you're nervous to open up to whoever your partner might be. And so I respect that about the BDSM community, the pet. I'm like, these bitches is really out here living, though. They living in their truth. Like, they're not over here like, I'm going to just not fun. be a cat. I'm, I'm a cat. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I definitely think people should try things and be open to new things to figure out what you like, especially <clears> when you writing us letters talking about this person is fucking you and you don't like it it's boring it's whack or I don't know how to do certain Mm -hmm. things I think it's good to be able to find somebody that you feel comfortable with to be able to explore different things now I feel like I've never had this desire so I know it's not for me Mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna freak out if a person um, <clears throat> asks me to do it. Now, if he just brings in a bowl and thinks I'm just going to do it because he wants to. Yeah, you That's going to be a different yeah. thing. You but if we can have a conversation I, I think first. a conversation uh, for yeah. something like this is appropriate. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I won't make it awkward. Just have the conversation and that, that would be good. Yeah. Did you watch the video of her licking the water out of the bowl? Mm-hmm. Did you think it was sexy? Because I, something about it was sexy to me. I don't want to be a kitten, but I was like, wow, like I see how someone could want to would want to watch this. I didn't find it sexy, but I can see it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's certain animals that just seem sexy. Like for me, like an animal that seems really strong and like like a lion. Like a predi- yes. Lions is sexy as hell. Simba yeah. was sexy. He was. Mufasa? That voice, Mufasa had that deep voice too. Like, and he was like the king of the jungle. Like the king. The motherfucking king. Now um, his king. trifling brother got him. But before that he was running stuff that people respect him. Though, I mean that's part two. Let me stop talking about Mufasa. <laughs> but um, you know when I see certain animals it is sexy. So I get that but it just it wasn't it didn't hit it for me i don't i don't think that's gonna be my thing yeah i don't know some people honestly for some people pet play isn't even about a sexual thing like i found a lot of people it's not and just so happens for us that it is a lot of people it's just about being able to be in that space being that kitty space or whatever animal they are a lot of people would be puppies Mm -hmm. and it's just it's not a sexual thing for at all they don't want to have sex when they're in that space and it's just hmm. like, I'm just doing this because I get something else out of it, but it's not sexual. You, you I probably... always assume it's <clears throat> sexual. So mm-hmm. I definitely yeah, was I can, assuming that. I could definitely admit yeah. to that. If you're a puppy sexual. play, I bet you really are exerting a lot of energy. You have to be hyper. You do. Like you've got a lot of energy that you gotta release. Like you, gotta you probably wanna balls. go to the playground. Yes. Run. <laughs> do you have cats be chilling? But do you have kitten I do friends? Like Does he ever I, y'all ever have a party and like the other you kittens? Know what? We don't, but I want to. That's what I'd be on the lookout for. Mm, I'd be like, right. I need some kitten friends to play with and we could just hang out. But yeah, I have a hardest time trying to find some. Wow. But if there's any kitten out there, let me know. 
Now, do y'all, do y'all have an actual cat? Do we have? We do not. We don't have any animals. Wow. We don't. Do you like animals? I do like animals, but I actually am not a proud person that wants a pet, though. Because okay. of the responsibility. Oh, <laughs> but I love it. animals. I mostly eat vegan and stuff like that. But like to actually own an animal is like. It's a lot. Know. It's like a little furry child. It so, is. That's a lot. You, and you won't yeah. be running I'm around acting like a kitten house. no more. <laughs> so I saw something where you do like actual performances. Are you do, are, Were you talking about performances at home or like somewhere where people buy tickets and they come watch you? Yeah, somewhere where people buy tickets. My next show is actually going to be at the Seattle Erotic Festival. Uh-huh. And yeah, so they have this whole erotic show <coughs> with erotic art. They're going to have different performances and stuff like that. And so uh-huh. they'll have a little rug laid out for me and I'll get a chance to do my little kitty thing. People can come up and interact with me. Do you let them touch you? Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, so that they can touch me, they can pet me and stuff like that. I love being petted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll be able to do all that. And you, <laughs> I'm just so shocked that you never feel like, so the strangers are going to come pet you. They are. And you are really just like, okay. I'm going to be cool with it. Yeah. I love, I'm a big touch person, and that's why I do like massage. Mm-hmm. Like, touch is, like, my big thing. So being touched is cool. And, I and yeah, so that's, like, I'm cool with it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Like I, how did you even find out about this erotic festival? Um, and the first time I went to it was last year, just as a guest, and I don't remember. I think just because I was it was in Seattle, or did they travel? Seattle, okay, yeah, because I actually lived in Seattle last year. I've only been here about a year. Okay, so So what do you wear? Do you wear the crotchless things, or are you fully covered? Um, this time I'm not gonna, I'm gonna wear a full body cat suit. It won't be crotchless though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could be nude if I wanted to because it's open, it's acceptable. But mm-hmm. in order for me to have like my outfit, it's gonna be like a full cat suit. Mm-hmm. And I'm having my anal plug tail in, my ears and everything. I got some fur. Is that uncomfortable? The anal tail. It's not. I love. Does plugs. it feel, does it like stimulate you or it just feels like nothing? It does. It's, stimu- it's stimulating to me, especially uh-huh. um, depending on what the shape of it is because mm-hmm. I have like quite a few that's kind of something I have a collection of mm-hmm. <laughs> ones with the furry tail and ones without mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah depending <clears> on like the bumps and the ridges it has they feel different and I have some that are shorter some that are longer so yeah I really love it and they've helped me to get prepared because originally why I started using them was to get prepared for like to have anal sex mm-hmm. and then I just like took off with it and I was like I pretty much wear one every day I got one in right now I love really? them. I love them. Just like an that anal plug. Much. Have you ever used an anal plug? plug? No, ma'am. No? No. Oh, I, I told you about that, that, that experience. I forgot who I was talking to. I don't know why I even, why I said it. So, okay. Did you hear my experience with this? Uh-uh. Okay, well, I had a, a several bad experiences trying it. Okay. I listened to Medina, mm-hmm. and that's why I no longer take her advice for the most part. But I listened to her, and she was like, just keep doing it. It's going to get better. She was like being my little cheerleader or whatever. Uh-huh. I was laid out on the bed like a starfish. I don't need to do that. That's not something that um, I found pleasure in. Uh-huh. I guess I can imagine why someone else would. I just... Because when she said I, I have I used to wear them to prepare for anal. I was sitting in here like I ain't never had to prepare. I just, <laughs> okay, I was just like right, Kiki. <laughs> Wrong, Medina. No, like maybe if I would have, it would have been a different experience. But I don't even like fingers, so mm, wow. I'm I'm good on that. I, I don't want. It's making me feel constipated right now. I just oh my god, <laughs> I cannot. As a matter of fact, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we want to talk to you about pleasure. 
What was the name of that wine we had at your place the other night? It was sweet and light. That was another one of the Sweet Bitch bottles. They have so many different types. Way too many to name. But that was the Moscato Peach Bubbly. Girl, it was so good. I needed to find something a little bit lighter and on the sweet side for my girls who are coming in town to visit. So this will be absolutely perfect. You can find that bottle and the whole entire line at Pace's Bottle Shop in Atlanta or go to jvwines.com for more info. So moving on from the kitty play, I feel like I've learned a lot. Um, I, so I'm, much. Yeah, like um, I've never met anyone who was into that. So um, thank Ever. you so much for sharing with us and being super open. Yeah, but something no else I saw on your page was um, you were talking about the different types of pleasure <clears throat> and the four different types. So um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said physical, mm-hmm. um, emotional, spiritual, and sexual. Mm-hmm. Can we kind of break those down a little bit so that you can explain what they are? And I guess okay. we'll start with the physical. Pleasure. Okay, so physical is just anything dealing really with our um, our senses. Like if something smells good to us and it appeals to us, touch Um, things that sound good to us. Just really being in touch with our sensations. When again, like everything is like so. Like when you become aware through like meditation, really, Mm -hmm. it's like everything like around you can be pleasurable. You'll pay more attention to stuff. If there's a breeze outside, it'll feel good. Like sometimes a breeze goes across my nipple, and it's like, oh, that felt good. (laughs) (laughs) When you open yourself up to stuff like that, you can feel stuff like that. But if we just pace through life so fast, Mm -hmm. like you just like, okay, it's windy outside. It is what it is. Right. Mad about the wind when exactly. you can really be getting pleasure from exactly. the wind. Exactly. Like, <laughs> do you, how often do you meditate? How often do I meditate? I try to meditate for at least a few minutes every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's different. Sometimes it's your traditional, I'm sitting down meditating. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's a walking meditation. Or sometimes it's like kink stuff, me being tied up in bondage, or me doing kitty play. So there's like so many ways we can meditate. Mm-hmm. And it's just really about being present, being aware. And like, like you can choose to focus on something. It doesn't have to be that your mind is just totally empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just having that awareness. Did you have to learn how to meditate? Because when I try to meditate, I can't get it. Like, I'll be like, I can't focus. And I, I have a hard focus. time clearing my mind. Very I've tried time. all the apps. Mm-hmm. I've listened to all the suggestions. And it's just like, I cannot clear my mind. And I'm having a very hard time just clearing that space. Yeah. So you're probably trying to do like just a traditional try to sit down, sit still, <clears throat> that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I listen to some things. So, yeah, I would try like if you're more about movement, some people like run and that can be meditated for them. Mm-hmm. Or um, I know you're not into the real kinky stuff, but um, the other options are to um, it's just about if you do want to focus on something. And like I said, you don't have to clear your mind all the way. If mm-hmm. you want to say I want to focus on like I want to like feel the wind today and have like good pleasurable experience with the wind and that'd be like your focus. And then mm-hmm. if other thoughts and things come up, you don't like beat yourself up because they came up, but mm-hmm. you just let them pass on by just like it's flowing in the wind mm-hmm. <laughs> and you go back to what your focus is. Mm. It's so crazy how hard it is to focus. When I tell <laughs> you I have tried it and, and I'm going to continue to try. My friend has a yoga class coming mm-hmm. up this week and I'm going to go. And I told yeah. her, I was like, I'll be bad at yoga. I'm going to just keep my phone in the car because I just, I, I, it's crazy because when I'm focused on something, I can be focused on it. When I'm focused uh-huh. on meditating, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can't do it. Okay. Maybe I'm able to focus a little bit when I do my makeup. 
I don't really like to. <laughs> no, seriously, I really don't like to be disturbed while I do mm-hmm. my makeup. And um, if I'm doing a look that I always do, which is most days, and I'm like mm. concentrating on my eyebrows, I can just. It's kind of like painting. Repetitive. Like some people feel that way when they're doing like they're painting stuff and they just want right. to let that out. I do that with my makeup. So. Yeah, it's just that that's, that's about awareness or cooking. I was just about to say awareness. I do it when I'm cooking. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're awareness, okay, I'm brushing this across my eyelid or whatever, and you're like, I can feel the brush. Mm-hmm. That's you. You're focusing. You're focused on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see my brush. arch coming through and my and brow like that. looking fleeky. Yeah, because you know? you're not thinking about bills or anything else in that moment, I, right? I'm not. I you know Obviously, I'm not because I spend all that money on that goddamn makeup. See? You so I wasn't thinking about my bills. <laughs> you just got to find what Meditating works for you. Meditating in Sephora, yeah. walking up and down the aisles, <laughs> letting the perfumes and the testers <laughs> hit my skin. Speaking of Sephora, That's last cool. time I was in Sephora looking busted as hell, I ran into a listener. <laughs> shout uh-huh. out to her. I, I can't remember her name, but shout out to her. She was. She came and was like, hey, you're from, I felt so cool. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it does feel good like I get excited every time I meet somebody it's always in the strangest times most times I do look cute but sometimes Girl. I do not and then I feel kind of embarrassed like you probably just look at that picture on I Instagram like, huh <laughs> and I just be looking crazy <laughs> so you said when you cook you kind of meditate a little when bit when I cook I, I will s- now <clears throat> I do want to try to conquer the the meditation where it's silent uh-huh. and that type of thing. but mm-hmm. when I cook I'm focused when I'm in my studio at home mm-hmm. and doing voiceover stuff, I mm-hmm. am very focused. But yeah. sometimes I would like to turn my brain off and yeah. still be awake. Yeah, so best times really is that for like right thing in the morning. So like if you wake up a few minutes early, mm-hmm. like especially like, I don't know if you live with anybody, but if you're just like at home in a quiet space, like early in the morning, like the, the beginning of your day, that'll mm-hmm. be like the best time to try that type of meditation. Yep. You just kind of start your day with it and just have that silence around you. That'll help you. I'm going to try that. So the next type of pleasure, mm-hmm. uh, emotional. So that was, yeah, emotional. So mm-hmm. what is that? Yeah, so just like we get our emotional needs filled, just like when people that like just make us feel good. Like you like you have a conversation with somebody and they just bring <coughs> a smile to your face or they're helping you with encouraging words and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It just it hits you in your heart and mm-hmm. it makes you feel good, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, emotional. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and so then there was also spiritual, mm-hmm. and I was kind of confused as to mm-hmm. how that would be different from emotional. Spiritual to me is about like it's transformative to me. That's mm-hmm. how I look at like spiritual and spirituality and stuff like that. So like when I compare it to like being in like a relationship with somebody, like this is a person that like helps you grow in some kind of way. Like, I really think it's important when we get into these relationships and you want to call it a partnership, no matter how many people you have, like if you're poly or whatever your situation is, I think the people we really stick with is ultimately the people that really help us to grow. And even if sometimes they get on your nerves, because it's going to be a struggle sometimes, y'all going to butt heads. And that's definitely like in a me having a power exchange relationship, I'm mm-hmm. definitely growing. Like, that's just, that's what. Is that's he older than you? Yeah, just by a couple of years. Okay, he's not yeah. like super old. Like. No, he's not super older. Right, yeah, that's, what I, that's what I always imagine. I don't that know That somebody's why. much older when it's a submissive and dominant person yeah. in a relationship. That they're why much older that? or they're super rich. Probably because Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that He wasn't be... old, but he was super rich. But... Yeah, he was super rich. Mm. And on porn, they're always old. Yeah, or they just yeah. look like they work out all the time. That's all they do. And that's another thing that makes me scared. It's like 
you just look so buff. And if I say something wrong or I do something wrong, maybe I talk back that day, you mm-hmm. might get a little too dominant. And that's going to be a problem. And then I'm going to be sitting there looking crazy. Have you ever had have that safe happen? Words. You have safe words, too. So, so you have things get out of control. Like mm-hmm. I use, we use like the, the red light system. So mm-hmm. yellow is like we kind of need to slow down. Something's going uh-huh. on. Let's have a conversation and evaluate things. Red is stop. I'm done. Have you ever had to say red? Yeah, I've had to say it sometimes. Like, like sometimes, what was happening? Um, honestly, it was probably like during sex. Probably honestly, because um, I'll, I'll use it in sex too. Um, yeah, it was probably like <laughs> too rough. I was probably starting to have some pain, something mm-hmm. like that. Probably didn't feel like I could go anymore, type of thing. But yeah, I feel like BDSM is something you can use just all across everything because you learn to have boundaries and you learn to ask consent for things mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And those are all things we can use in our day to day life. Maybe I should share that <laughs> with men, like, hey, maybe you should try BDSM and you won't be on a part of the Me Too movement. <laughs> Some of them, yeah, I, I like that. There's respect there and there's rules and boundaries right. and stuff. And most most niggas just like, oh, you like it rough? And then they get too rough. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you was looking at me and I thought you wanted it because you came over. Like, bro, I wanted to eat and I really just wanted to watch this movie on Netflix. That's yeah. All. yeah. I want you to be doing all this extra, but... Yeah, you know that conversation okay so sexual pleasure sexual pleasure yeah so that's that anything. seems pretty obvious it but does it like- it'd be penetration of any sort whether it's your tongue whether it's a dick going in pussy and yeah just that sexual pleasure is very important for us to have in life and that's a lot of what a lot of people often focus on but we need all those other areas as well <laughs> <laughs> So seeing as how we just talked about physical, emotional, spiritual, sexual, Mm -hmm. what are the most important pleasures out of them all to you and then Kiki to you? Mm. I would say I'm a big sensual person. So just like I really love touch and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I think that's the biggest one for me. Mm -hmm. It's just that sensual pleasure can really get me like turned on and everything and I don't maybe never necessarily even need to move on to the sexual phase of it because it's just like I can be satisfied oh. and content and then I mean it can move in and take care of my emotional needs and it it kind of fans out I would say mm-hmm. yeah do you think you're experiencing a little bit of all of those with your relationship now oh definitely all of them it's definitely covered that's good so that that's quick, like a, right? yes no I would be in it if it wasn't <laughs> Um, for me, I would say spiritual is probably the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, then I know sexual is actually last. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. do not make a face. Right. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> you said. <so. laughs> um, but yeah, I would say sexual is last. Spiritual is probably first, and then I don't know. Maybe emotional and physical are neck and neck. I'm not a super um, touchy feely person. Mm-hmm. But I do like some touch. Like, mm-hmm. if I am having sex, you need to touch me. I don't want mm-hmm. it to be, like, something where you just pounded me down. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, but definitely spiritual is the most. Like, um, when I was listening to your story, you were saying how somebody who maybe um, ignites some sort of change in you. So, mm-hmm. I took that as somebody who is, like, um, igniting a change for the better. Not mm-hmm. really making you a new person, but making you a better you mm-hmm. and somebody who maybe encourages you to do better things in your life, be a better person, mm-hmm. whether it be career goals, personal goals, relationships with different people, just making me want to be better. I think that's most important. And I was when I was listening to it, I was trying to think like of all the guys that I've actually cared about, mm-hmm. um, which ones I like the most <clears throat> and which ones still have a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was for them. 
Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. What about for you? I would say right now I was sitting here like, that's why I looked like, because I was really trying to think. I wasn't oh. like, sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex is actually last for me too. It is. It's so weird the older you get how you just change a little bit. So for me, the most important I'm, are tied with physical and emotional. Like I like that feeling of when someone touches you and you can... You, you almost feel like a little butterfly. A butterfly. You feel it in your vagina, though. You feel like a butterfly in your vagina. Like it just, you don't have to do much. Like I'm just that attracted to you. But then also emotional. Like I have to be so emotionally head over heels for you. I would like the people that hold special places in my heart. Mm-hmm. It was our emotional connection. Like we were connected mm-hmm. on a level where it was like, dang, like I, I never want us to lose this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That, those are the most important for me. Sex huh. is last and then spiritual. What did we say spiritual was again? It's really about that transformation. They touch you into that spirit level to where they're able to help you transform as far as your being, like mm-hmm. you're help you become a, ver- a better person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, sexual is last. So it would be a tie yeah. between physical, emotional, then spiritual and then sexual for me hmm, we mm. all had sexual lives who would have thought <laughs> who would have thought that be on here talking about sucking dick and busting the wire open and say that's really just at the bottom of the list but don't get it twisted well, because here's the thing sex <laughs> is good sex is great it, it feels good and, but I'm saying this because I really had to think like there have been guys that I have amazing sex with mm, I can't be in it. a relationship with you yeah. I can't like I don't yeah. actually I hate to say this and I don't know what that makes me but I don't actually like you as a person but your you dick is more. good you need more yep. yeah. you need it's more and sometimes, unfortunately, at that point in your life, the sex is reigning supreme right now. Because, you know, sometimes, too, you may not be getting it all from one person. Mm-hmm. So then that person that you really like, he really lacks in sex, even though it's at the bottom. And so, you know, you that's somebody you call from time to time. And then, you know, you realize it's not that important. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because Why? literally my next question is, do you think one person, this is for both of y'all, can mm-hmm. fulfill all four of those those pleasures uh, I personally don't I don't okay. see how you don't it, think so I don't hmm. I hope so I don't know I I've not met that person me, me neither however um I hope <clears throat> it's possible because I don't I don't want to feel like if I'm in a serious relationship I'm just I just hope that they're not lacking something like a lot like maybe you're not that great at it mm-hmm. but we can work with this like you need to have something there okay. something needs to be on the meter mm-hmm. but if it's just like not there at all then it's just so like what do you do do we enroll them some- in the lingam massage <laughs> class I don't know you might beat I- his ass when he comes back right <laughs> Where the fuck was you at? Like, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to listen to the episode and call it a day and then come back. And then I was going to go to the class and figure out how to do it. And then that's what we was going to do. You're doing too much. That's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, I don't know. So you said no. I said, I, I, like you said, I haven't you met haven't had someone who can fulfill all of them equally. Simultaneous. Yeah, like, and maybe, maybe they're not supposed to be equally match but it would be great if that was a thing that nigga would make me crazy i don't know if i want to meet him <laughs> actually now that i'm thinking about it i really don't know that i need to what about you well you like said he is you said yeah. he's doing it yeah, for you my parent partnership definitely like everything is good it's good well, we have you think y'all got there or was it always <sighs> like that we did click from early on. Mm-hmm. Like, we were on point with stuff, like, very early on. Like, we knew, like, because we met online. Mm-hmm. We met on FetLife. So, we, like, we... On what? On FetLife. Oh, it's like so a it's like community for The kinky, kinky Facebook. It's like mm-hmm. a kinky Facebook. 
So you can list like what things you're into, like you have hard limits and soft limits, things you won't mess with, things you'll maybe try every once in a while. And we found an alignment with a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. And when we would go back and forth and have conversation, we would have like really good conversations about different things. Mm -hmm. We were both attracted to each other and we both were, were definitely want to explore things sexually. So we were hitting like everything from the beginning and it was just like wow. on point. And we have like a non-monogamous relationship, but it's just like, I'm good with you. Like everything else is extra and it's cool. I ain't mad at doing it. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's just like when you have a man that fulfills all that, it's like, oh, okay. Now, does he feel, <laughs> does he feel the same way? <laughs> yeah, he feels the same way. Wow. Yeah. Y'all like this right? yeah. It's hard. Do y'all ever bring other parties into your sex life? Not even with the kitten stuff. Let's just like mm -hmm. threesomes and stuff. Uh, we're going to get into that more, like doing like threesomes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mostly like it's kind of just like BDSM type play, which doesn't necessarily have to be like sexual. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's on our to-do list is to do like threesomes and stuff like that together and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you have yeah. any celebrity crushes? That she would like to bring in. Or maybe um, he shared them with you, like who he would like to bring in. Uh, let's see. Who would I bring in? Who I would bring in. Um, I know at one point I said Sierra. Really? Mm -hmm. I think Sierra's cute. I think she's cute, <laughs> but for the threesome part. <laughs> She'll pick your ass up. You're <laughs> <laughs> strong. You're <Sierra> strong. <laughs> I'm bringing in Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, mm -hmm. really? I would bring in Kim. I mean, my man might leave me, but I would bring her in. It's, it's worth it. Or Riri. I would pick Riri. Tell Riri I need a threesome. Uh, come okay. on, Cardi. Like, you can leave Chrissy at home, but Riri, come on through. Yeah, Chrissy, don't come. She don't included go. her in that. She I can was cook like, some dinner for yeah. us yeah. beforehand. I feel like Chrissy be eating. All and it always looks good. I'm going to have to tell her no pork. Like, because everything is always wrapped in bacon or something. Mm -hmm. Come on. She loves that bacon. Um, so I wanted to ask you also back about these four phases mm -hmm. of pleasure. Mm -hmm. Do you think, let's say someone is lacking in one of them. Do you think you can teach people how to please you? Kiki and I talk about stuff like that a lot. Like, oh, well, if he's mm -hmm. lacking, you could teach him. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to feel like you can't. You can't teach people. I think it really mm -hmm. depends. Mm -hmm. It depends on the person if they want to learn and um, and if you can really give them that guidance of what it is you're missing and what you want. Mm -hmm. So I think that depends on those two things, really. So in some cases, yes. Yeah, some cases, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you Have you ever had to teach somebody something? Yes. Um, some people learn and other people, I don't know, they need to go take a remedial course and then maybe yeah. call me back. And they just I, not for you, you know? Yes. Uh, sometimes I think that people just don't want to learn. They're stuck in their ways. They feel like they doing whatever it is right mm -hmm. and they can be offended. I was just about to say, I feel like that level of embarrassment that people take when you nicely say, if you say it in a rude way I totally get it mm -hmm. but if you are if you just like break it down like hey I'm not really feeling this and then you get mad it's like how can we ever how can I teach you if you don't want yeah, like you're not open to me telling you mm -hmm. and then I tried to think like maybe I was doing something that a guy didn't like and he would tell me but I've never had um an instance where I got like upset about it, it was like okay I'm gonna listen because I wanted to do it the way you wanted me to do it because mm -hmm. this is about pleasing you not about my pride yeah. That's yeah. I'm hearing probably cool. about nobody's pride. Right. You got to yeah. put that pride at the door. Leave it at the front door with your panties, your boxer briefs, <laughs> whatever you had on your t-shirt and your shoes and your socks. Okay. Please. Leave it at the front yeah. door. Leave it. Okay. Well, I guess now we need to move on to Indecisive Diane. 
Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? All right, Diane. So what tasty little date have you been on lately? Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And let me tell you about this cute little Thai restaurant. They have amazing street food classics. Get glammed up, get glammed up in this posh Thai restaurant with skyline views. Oh my gosh, when you sit on that patio, you're literally gonna wanna sit there and just take all the Instagram pictures. Okay, well, tell us more about the date part of it. So it's called Tuk Tuk Thai Food Loft. When you get in there, you feel like you're in a little private place. I feel like this is where side chicks go, but it's really nice, so I want everybody to try it. Here's the address. It's 1745 Peachtree Street, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. The parking is amazing. You won't have an issue. Make sure you make a reservation, and you're going to love it. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. All right, guys, and um, thank you, Diane. Thanks, girl. For that suggestion. I've been there before. I like it. I love Thai food, so I was really satisfied. Thai is always just so tasty. Okay, so now it's time for our advice. So we have two advice letters that we're going to read today. Okay, so this one is kind of long, but um, I definitely wanted to read it because she asked specifically for us to read it, please, if you have a guest. So definitely weigh in. And it's a little different from what we typically typically get so she says um hey ladies love the show i've listened to every episode it's refreshing to hear open and candid stories from black women about their sexual explorations views relationships etc we aren't always given the opportunity to do so and i'm so glad y'all do it so openly openly you're welcome girl now to get to my question episode 72 freestyle thursday was kind of triggering for me I completely agree when y'all said that women don't necessarily do things for men, but it's always nice to get attention. When y'all said, could you imagine not being hollered at for like eight months? I felt like y'all were talking about me. LOL. I honestly cannot tell the last time a guy tried to get at me in person. My DMs are always dry and no one ever shoots their shot at me. Um, the rare time a guy does approach me, they're either one short. I'm only five feet tall, so all short niggas automatically think they have a chance with me. Rolls eyes. Two, they're chubby, no shade, but for some reason, some odd reason, fat niggas love me. Or three, just plain ugly and not my type. It's kind of insulting, the kind of guys that approach me. Sometimes it makes me think I'm super unattractive. There are times when I avoid going out with my friends because I know all the guys are looking at them and ignoring me. I think it's because I'm regular looking compared to them. I don't have the popping Instagram body or a big old booty, so I don't necessarily stick out to guys. All my friends are exotic, in quotes, looking, East or West African and or mixed with light skin and long hair. You know what I mean. So guys automatically go after them and I'm overlooked. Any tips or words of encouragement for a girl like me wanting to get chose at least once? It's hard out here and it's starting to take a stab at my confidence. Any help or advice is much appreciated. Much love to both y'all ladies. I look forward to your episodes every week. Keep doing the damn thing. Love, TT. P.S. If you want, mm, we don't need any pics. Um, hey, yeah, TT so that's girl. It. Hey, TT. Hey, I felt that letter. I really felt that. Like, 
So what advice would you offer her? When she says any advice or words of encouragement, I'm just going to give you words of encouragement um, because I don't really have advice. If people aren't hollering at you, I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is what you need to do to get hollered at. Like, I I don't feel comfortable doing that. But I would say um, whoever you are and whatever you look like, that is what you look like and mm-hmm. try to embrace it. And you don't. Even though I said you don't always need somebody to holler at you to feel beautiful, maybe, maybe you get because niggas that holler at me aren't always fine. Like I will, we talked about that. Sometimes you'd be like, "Why the fuck are you talking to me?" That happens to me a lot, ninety percent of the time. So I don't think that has to do with you. I'm rambling, but mm-hmm. I don't really know how what to say. Like I think you should get on a dating site and try to meet someone that way and not meet someone by them hollering at you. Okay. That would be my advice. Okay. And what would you say? Mm-hmm. I would say definitely work on the confidence and just loving mm-hmm. like yourself and like just to be able to look in the mirror and not, not talk bad about your body, but like, oh, I like my little butt or whatever it is that I have. It's cute. I got some curves. I got this. And building that confidence. And when you really have that and you like what you have on and you can embrace it and you walk in with your head up high, and that's really going to draw people. Because a lot of it is your energy as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're dressed a certain way, but it's how you carry yourself. That's Absolutely. That's what people read is your vibe and how you push yourself out there. And they can be like, mm, there's something about that chick right there. Mm-hmm. And you can have on, you know, be fully covered. But if your energy is out there, they're going to be like, hmm. So it's just about building that, I would say, dress for yourself first and be confident in how you are. And then the rest of that, you'll see how that will radiate out and it will attract people. Yeah, you've definitely got to work on your self-esteem. And I don't know how to tell you to do that, but just from your letter – and just experiences that I've had with myself and with my friends. Um, like uh, like she said, like your confidence really radiates. So even though you're saying that you're out and these other girls are so much more attractive than you are, that's how you see them. Somebody may find you attractive, physically attractive, but if you come off as the insecure one, as the one with zero confidence, sometimes you can look at somebody and just tell and people aren't attracted to that. But I've been with friends where I felt like I was looking real good and I was looking better than them and nobody was paying attention. And I don't know what it was. Either I wasn't their type or maybe I wasn't really feeling confident, even though maybe I looked, my look could have given me confidence. And it's like these people radiated confidence and so just work on that and I would say words of encouragement um besides just trying to work on you and your how you feel about yourself because you don't sound very confident you've got to you've got to work on that I would say it's it's not over till it's over and just because nobody's talking to you doesn't mean that they won't tomorrow like Maybe Everybody it just hasn't goes been your through time. a drought also. Like yeah. every, even the baddest bitches go through a drought and you're attracting the type of dude that you really don't want. That happens to everybody. And maybe move <laughs> on from the physical. Like yeah. when the dudes do approach you that you don't like, talk to them and see. And, you know, maybe when other people see other people approaching you, that might boost boost it up for them. So good luck to you. Good luck. And write us back in like six months and let us know um, how, uh, if anything changed for and you. Because I hope it does. Don't be missing your blessing. Like Kiki said, don't always focus on the physical because you're saying like short niggas are hollering at you. And you're like, short, I'm not fat, doing short. Short, ugly. I'm not Like, I mean, fat. one of them you could do. Like it was <laughs> yeah. short, it was fat, and it was ugly. It, they ain't all going to be equal. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I, mm, yeah. Just, so, girl, just open up your options a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's mine. So she says, I'll try to make this short and sweet. I've been with my hubby for 10 years. He's amazing. He loves me to the moon and back. He's a great man with very few flaws. One though is driving me crazy. He doesn't know how to fuck me. 
Now, before you get the idea of a classic situation and tell me to communicate, I have... (laughs) He knows. We still bust amazing nuts, but the whole experience isn't what I want. I need aggression, newness. Fuck me hard, bite me, squeeze my throat, make me beg for breaks. I need that. It's basic. He's sensual, caring, sweet, and routine. I hate to be ungrateful because at least I'm getting nuts, but I know a billion dudes that will fold me up and fuck me like an animal. Oh my. I just need it once in a while. Talking to him does nothing. He stands by his beliefs that he just doesn't fuck the woman that he loves in in that way. I get it. But um, if you don't want me wanting to throw this pussy, then do something about it. Side note, I got him to agree to an open relationship, but I know that's not what he wants. I'm trying to keep this good loving at home. Signed, ready to creep. What would you do? Anonymous. Anonymous. Let me tell you something. She was so honest. She I was. I appreciate your honesty. But let me tell you, girl, just because this dude going to fuck you right don't mean he's going to treat you right. So if the only thing that's missing in, in your relationship, maybe you need to reevaluate them, them different types of pleasure and figure <laughs> out if he's giving you any bit of pleasure. And if he's not. And then if he gave you an open relationship, well, girl, go for it. That's what, what I was going to say. I think like if just... he said it, then go out there and get it. Or is it do you think it was a trick? He shouldn't have tricked you. That was his bad. But, I mean, if the sex isn't that great and you need somebody to choke you, maybe you could try. Did she say she couldn't do a threesome? That's always my answer for everything. Like, just bring another person in so nobody feels left out. I mean, hell, she might be embarrassed. Bringing the bitch in there and be like, girl, pull her to the side. It's really for me and you. you (laughs) It's really about me and you. He just here. We can actually just make him watch. Yeah. And maybe she'll choke you up and tie you up and everything else. But I'm just trying to figure out how she said she was busting amazing nuts if the sex wasn't good. Like, that was confusing to me. She said that in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but she said it wasn't good. She want to be choked and stuff. Girl, Miss um, Kitty Play, help us out here. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell her to do? Uh, like to me, like if you have something that's unfulfilled, it's important to me to get it fulfilled personally. Mm-hmm. I like every, I like everything covered. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, if you can't communicate with him, maybe he's not comfortable. Kind of really, that's kind of more of a dominant, like type, like rough type thing. And if he's not comfortable with that, and there's no way you can kind of get to an underlining of like, there's a reason why he's uncomfortable with it. So if you can somehow get to that and solve it, maybe you can, maybe you can't. But yeah, he did say the open relationship thing. And it so sounds like a bad experience. Well, it sounds like he's telling her, like you said, that's a dominant trait. Yeah. And just because he's a man, that doesn't mean he's dominant. That's not true. all men are dominant and he so might like, really not be comfortable doing the shit and you just yeah. need to go out and find the other peen. He said you could go get some new yeah. peen and just use it for sex. Mm-hmm. I think that's your best option here. Yeah, girl, good luck. Write us back and uh, well, you don't have to wait six months because you probably didn't already made your decision because you sent this letter a week ago. Yeah. So um, good luck to you. Write us back and give us an update and I hope uh, it <clears throat> ends well for you. And on that note, it's time for us to move on to our cocktails. Remember, if you ever want to confess anything that you have done, or maybe your friend did, you know, your friend, um, go ahead and send us an email, cocktails.acl at gmail.com. And um, we'll give you hours. So who would like to go first? Um, I can go first, but it's a cocktail that somebody read. I mean, somebody sent in. Okay. So um, 
Here we go. She says, hi, ladies. I love the show, even though I'm two episodes behind. Girl, you better catch up. Here's my cocktail. I met this guy from none other than Tinder. He -hmm. is so handsome and tall. He's 6'3". Ooh. Ooh. He will be graduating in May as a medical doctor. Anywho, we matched one February morning and chatted for a while, then decided to meet for lunch. We had a great conversation and ended up just ordering beers and no food. Oh, this is I know where this is going. Me too. I found out that medical jargon turns me on. We somehow got on the subject of discussions and he was explaining something to me in medical terms. Y'all, I could not pay attention because it was making me so damn horny. I can only (laughs) watch his lips move like I was in some kind of trance. So we talked for like two hours. Then he had to go because his aunt and elderly family members were anxious to see him and blew up his phone. He was in town visiting. I love how she's breaking it down. (laughs) Yeah. I went home drunk and ordered Uber Eats. I messaged him on Tinder, thanking him for a liquid lunch and offered to buy him liquid dinner if he got back from seeing his family in time as he was leaving the next morning. He ends up texting me, then calling me at around 11 p.m. I had been watching movies all evening and was stepping out to get sweets. You would like to eat. (laughs) He was staying at a friend's place while the friend was gone. We watched a bit of TV. Then he starts to kiss me. Boy, can he kiss. Damn. Then we get. And he a doctor. And he's 6'3". Shit. (laughs) Then we get hot and heavy. He takes my clothes off and starts to go down on me. Y'all. Y'all. He pulls a small piece of toilet paper from my vag. What? OMG. I was mortified. He laughs it off and continues to go down. Okay, wait, there's more. We're almost done. We were ready to get it on, so we transitioned from the basement to the master bedroom where his friend said he could sleep. Now that I think about it, that was super gross. We do a little (laughs) more foreplay, then he starts to penetrate me. His dick was an average size, but but it was good. We found our rhythm, but the sex fell flat. I was so Mm. disappointed. I I was used to my old FWB. Friends with benefits. Oh, mm. bomb-ass bomb dick, and I guess expected the same or better. Mm. When it was over, I got my stuff and left. I still like him, and we still talk, but maybe it'll be better the next time. Damn, I sure hope so. Best. needing. She said she wants a second opinion. Girl, I'm just going to say, I totally get why the sex was off, because when something like that happens, and now you're just thinking, like, what is he thinking? Mm-hmm. Am I a dirty bitch? I got toilet yeah. We've all had a little it's toilet paper be down there before. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you maybe it was on your last day. You didn't know if it was going to blotch a little money, but look, you forgot. Or you wiped and maybe you need a wax and just the little hairs caught it. Yeah. And you, and you just, it's so. It happens. I, I feel you. You're I, not alone. That's the only reason probably why the sex was bad. Because you feel like you're really, it, it sounds like you're into him. And it seemed like he really didn't care about the toilet paper. He wasn't worried yeah. about no little bit of TP. Yeah, yeah. Girl, next time. We can move on. May, yeah. Next time, wipe with a baby wipe. Secure. And, yes. And Se- it'll be good. Secure the puss. Okay. So um, my cocktail is is not as hot and heavy as that, but I thought it was going to be. So when I was in Texas, I went to a sex club. Oh. So I um, I went out with some friends, and they were telling me that there was a sex club. Did we want to go there or the strip club? And I'm like, I live in Atlanta. I've seen plenty of strip clubs, and these bitches don't even take off their clothes. Take me to the sex club. I want to see some action. Like, mm-hmm. I've never been. We still haven't been. And I just wanted to see. Like, I just wanted to be a spectator. I feel you. So we go. The name of the club is called Bliss. It's somewhere in Dallas in, like, a warehouse district, Right. So when we get there, we're waiting on our friends. They're taking forever, but they were like, we can't go in there alone. We need a woman. Um, oh, guys was, were there. Yeah, it was like guys and girls. Okay. And we were all going as, together, um, but not like as couples because I'm pretty sure everybody was either gay or bisexual on the men's side. And then the girls, like I'm the most open of the girls and the other two um, 
it wasn't gonna happen. So we all just wanted to go watch and see what was happening. Okay, no one had the intention of sex. Well, some of the guys did. Okay, but not the ladies. So we get there and we finally get inside. Me and my two girlfriends. We walk inside first, and I could tell already it was gonna be similar to your experience because it did not look how I expected it to look, and they were just too excited to see us. So I was like, we're probably the most attractive people who have walked in the door in a while. We're probably much younger. And judging from the people in the parking lot, I feel like there's a lot of cocor prostitution going on in this place. So we get there and it's like a sex store. And they have DVDs and they have sex toys and stuff that you can buy on one side. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a lounge and then there's this long hallway. Take me down the hallway. It looks spooky and I want to see what's going down <laughs> over there. So we go and they have like these private rooms. They have like the sex dolls that are anatomically correct that you can touch. They're made of silicone. We had to pay $3 to touch it, but we needed to touch it just to see. <laughs> to so we touch pay- it? To touch it. <laughs> They're like $8,000. <laughs> and they were saying that you can make it look like anybody you want it to look like. Stop. Yes. Okay. So anyway, so they have these rooms and it's like 40 bucks an hour basically to fuck the doll. And then they have other private rooms. They have some with some swings, some with chains. They had a guillotine in there. The guillotine, if you're trying to remember what it is, that's where it's like a medieval torture thing where you put your head through in your hands and it has that bar that goes over and they would drop the like blade down and behead somebody. But of course, nobody's beheading. Well, I don't think anybody's beheading anyone in there. So they have that in there. They have the glory holes and and so, like, there was one way that we went, and he was like, well, down here, it's mostly men. All the men who were in the parking lot were back there. So I was confused as to why they were saying that you needed a woman to get in. Because I'm like, it's like five women in this whole place. Me and my friends were three of those women, and everybody else was a man. We get to the lounge. Everybody's just sitting there. And I was just like, I have not seen any bit of sex in this sex club. I'm confused. Why do we come here? So then there, I meet the owner. He's like, oh, we're having a buy party tomorrow and you guys should come. I really like to make women orgasm. Um, it, my tongue is really good and my dick is even better. And he's like soliciting us to come. And it was just like, ew, no. And the the cherry on top of the whole experience was one of the guys who was dating one of the other guys there was trying to holler at my homegirl. The gay boy. And so we were all confused. Like, well, was he drunk? I don't know what was going on. I I personally think he's bisexual and that's what it was like because he was very open. It wasn't a secret. And I was just confused. And it was just a very interesting experience. And for it to be a whole ass sex club in a big ass warehouse, I did not see anybody fucking. And I'm still disappointed. So we still have to go to one one day. Did they have the food line? Did they have food? No, they did not have food. You could bring food and it was BYOB. But no, there was no food line. We got to do this and we got to do it the right way. I'm talking about. We need to. You think we need to have a group of people? I'm not get our like makeup a, done you know how sometimes the baddies on Instagram they will say like I'm looking for this amount of baddies to come to the clubs with me I think we should do something like that and we pick a select few not like a huge group because then people because then we might be like this is too many and I don't even want to do shit in front of y'all like yeah or maybe it needs to be like a private party I think we might have better luck there maybe if y'all know something send it to our email yeah DM cocktails.atl <laughs> at gmail.com okay so your cocktail before we get out of here I feel like you're gonna have a good cocktail <laughs> yeah your cocktail could be recent it can okay. be you know very very past or okay. not that past just give it something good okay so I went to a BDSM club and um, so they were having like um, they had a theme night and they were having a discussion about like impact play, which is like spanking and getting hit with things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they had this little thing demo and that whole night. 
mind. And like, I'm really into spanking and impact play. So I was like, I'm going to find somebody I'm going to play with. Because sometimes I do pick up play and I'll play with people, you know, I mean, at the club or whatever. So I had on like, I had like some spank me socks on and I had on my little, my little short shorts, my, my fishnets. And I was like, I'm going to play tonight. <laughs> so I was looking around the room and I was like, no, nah, I don't think it's going to happen tonight because I wasn't really vibing with anybody. Mm-hmm. And this one lady, she was familiar with me from FET because um, she had came across my profile and she was like excited to meet me and see me at the party. And she had just walked past me and said, you look like you need somebody to play with. You should play tonight. And I was like, yeah, it ain't happening. And then as soon as she said that, this dude walks in and he stands right next to me. And I look over and we start talking and we're having a good conversation. I got my friend on the other side. She's nudging me like, she's, you said you wanted to play. You said you want to play. I'm like, no, girl, we're just talking. <laughs> and so we have this good conversation and he was into like role playing stuff, which I'm into that as well. And so he was showing me around because I had never been to this club before. And he was showing me around and he was showing me the different rooms and stuff they had because they had like a jail cell where you could do jail scenes and they had this classroom and stuff like that and he was showing me and he was like well you know what I just got the idea I think we should do a role play and I was like oh oh, okay (laughs) so we decided to do something like in the classroom Mm -hmm. so we go into the classroom and so we're going to involve impact play with what we do with our little scene we were going to do. And so we were sitting there and we were talking about what we we're going to do. We we're kind of going over because you, like you said, you got to communicate. So mm-hmm. we were going over like what my <laughs> limits would be, what we wanted to do and that whole thing. So while we were trying to start doing that, he had like tilted his face because we were like, we, he wanted to start with a hug. Mm-hmm. And so we had hugged and we were talking and he had tilted his face. So I thought, oh, he wants to kiss me. So I went in for the kiss. <laughs> he done bit your damn No, he actually kissed me back. Okay. So we started kissing. And so our whole conversation, that part was done. <laughs> and he backed me up because we were in the classroom and he backed my ass up to the desk and mm-hmm. put me up on the desk. And then he had took like the paddle or whatever he was using was in his back pocket. And he had pulled that out so he would spank me and stuff like that. So we were doing impact stuff. He had me like in all kinds of fun positions on the desk. It was good. And I was doing all kind of hooting and hollering. And (laughs) (laughs) and then like I was just I was like really turned on. And I was like, damn, I'm thinking to myself, I was like, I want to have sex with this dude. But like, I'm not the type of person to just be like, I wasn't normally like, I'm just gonna have sex with somebody. I'm usually I'm just like, I'm gonna play with you, but I'm not gonna have sex with you. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't say anything. and so this dude looks at me and he's like, you look like you have something you want to say. I was like, uh-uh, I'm good. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, we can't do that. We just met each other. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Because I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like having this conversation with me without me talking about whether we should have sex or not. And I'm like, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> that energy, those vibes will glow off of you. Yes, they will. People know when you want to fuck them. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Hopefully. So we kept playing and spanking and all that kind of stuff. I think I ended up like jacking them off and stuff like that. He had had a condom. It was already on because I was jacking them off. So I that point it was just like okay we gonna do this <laughs> and so you did it so we had sex like up on that desk again I was yelling and screaming and I know people outside that room was like what's going on because when I came out mm-hmm. they was like did y'all have sex we are I'm, I thought it was gonna be way worse no I'm sitting here like I did too I would have been I would have fucked him in call it a day before we go tell everybody where they can find you yeah, so my website is Yemoya Oshun. That's Y-E-M-O-J-A-O-S-H-U-N.com. And then I can also be found on Instagram and Snapchat at Yemoya Oshun as well. 
Okay, and make sure you guys follow us at Cocktails Podcast. And I'm Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Bean Dean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. The person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.